Welcome to the Wealth Edit Podcast, a place where talking about finances is only play. We talk to women and hear the stories behind how they've built their beautiful lives, whether that be inside or outside the home. I'm Emily Lasser, and on this show, we're interviewing Marlo McMichael, Vice President of Pure Insurance. On this episode, Marlo talks about her experience working from a company that was just beginning and the process of building a work culture that all employees were proud of. Good morning, everybody. We're here with uh, Marlon, Marlot, I cannot speak y'all this morning. McMichael, we're we're we're, very imperfect. We're very imperfect. We just had a wonderful mindfulness um, exercise, and now I've got to like get my head back in the game. (laughs) I'm gonna get out of my head and see you. But we're so excited to have you here today. Marlet is the vice president of the Southern Zone of the sales and marketing leader of Pure Group Insurance. You have a really um, interesting story to tell with that, which we're excited about you sharing. Um, you know, we love to, you know, the point of these launch days is to have women on to share their stories so that everybody can like open their minds to different opportunities out there, but then also like have an opportunity to hear different women's trajectories through their careers. So like, as we just were talking with Sarah, you know, she had had many different roles along the way and it kind of created like who she is now. And then some of us start in one industry and are able to like walk through each individual step, but we all have our, our different trajectories. And it's just great to hear, like to help center us as to like where our path is. So thank you for coming today and for sharing your story. We're really excited to have you. Oh, well, I'm so excited to be here. It's it's funny when you bring up like where you started and now where you are. And I have to tell you all a funny story. So I got married 26 years ago and I graduated from the University of South Carolina and I thought I wanted to be in the hotel restaurant business. So I was like, this is my path. This is what I'm going to do. So I moved to the small town called Beaver, South Carolina. And after a couple of months, my husband was like, this isn't going to work. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you're working nights and weekends and I'm working during the day and I said well you think you could have told me that before I kind of went into this career that we're we're talking about so long story short I ended up getting into the insurance business and um, I will I'll also share with your viewers that I graduated from college and my starting salary was seven dollars an hour and that was like big time yeah so Seven dollars an hour, and I started working for this wonderful woman called Mary Jack Jones. It was a family agency. Everybody in the family worked there, and I was the only family non-member. And guys, that was it. I found my passion. I got into insurance, and lo and behold, that's where I've been for the last 26 years. Um, But what really changed my life 12 years ago is I had a gentleman by the name of Dennis Perwin, who lives in Charleston, who's been in the insurance business for a long time. And he gave me the opportunity to come and work for Pure. And I know there's probably some people out there who say, gosh, you know, I want to start my own company. Like, what does it feel like? Like, like, what if I got up one day and said, I'm going to quit my job or I'm going to start something else? Like, what does that feel like? And I wanted to do that. Like, I wanted to be a part of something. I wanted to be in on the ground. I wanted to be like, you know, right there with everybody else. And this was my opportunity with Pure. And you know, we started from nothing. Um, we are now in all states except for Idaho, and it has been an amazing story. Just because 
we didn't know what we were going to build. We didn't know where we were going to go. And we have literally bricks and mortar. And we're now almost over 900 employees strong. It's been great. That is amazing. So tell us what that's like. Okay, so you started with just the two of you or a small group of people. And so yes. talk about building. How long ago was that? Did you say? Um, let's see, I've been with the company for 12 years. So about 15 years ago, Pure launched uh, Pure Insurance. So our that's founder. Not, it's not that long. No, no. And so when you look back over 15 years and see that we've gone from being in just one state to now being across the country and now having 900 employees, it's an amazing story. So tell us, just tell us everything from the beginning. Like the first year you're thinking, are we- Well, I mean, you know, the first, the first year, I mean, we were only in Florida and we launched the state of South Carolina. And what that meant was that basically finding agents or brokers within South Carolina who would represent us. And it was kind of hard because if you think about us, Nobody knew who we were. Nobody yeah. knew what we did. And they were like, okay, wait a minute. You want us to represent a company that doesn't have a track record, that's kind of building from scratch, right? So it was in those first early days where it was finding people to believe in what we wanted to do. And that was to really start an insurance company that was really about um, our members. And our members or what we call insured. So you guys buy insurance, right? So um, if you buy insurance from Pure, you're actually a member and it's member owned. So that's where we started. And it was finding people who believed in what we wanted to do and to buy our product. And that's kind of where we started. Okay, so you start off, you start marketing, you've already in Florida, you start marketing to South Carolina. And then when did you, see it like shift from like, okay, this is actually going to work. What was that like? Gosh, you know, I think that's when we, we actually launched uh, Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey, right? So it's like, when you think about, when you think about building an, an insurance company or a company in general, you got to start somewhere, right? And so when you start, we wanted to start to build our base and our foundation. And um, once we really entered New York and New Jersey, Connecticut, that's when it really started to take off. Yeah. And, um, you know, back when we began, guys, we, there were four major competitors in the high net worth space. So it was a space that was very well um, with a lot of insurance companies that have been there for a long period of time with a long history with a track record. And so um, for us, it was like, okay, how do we, how do we get people to believe in what we wanted to do? Yeah. And that's when it really started to take off. But I think also what helped us is finding people like myself who really wanted to be a part of something, right? Like we came to work every day and we're like, we don't do this. You know, yeah. like this is what it's about. And it didn't matter what hour of day, it didn't matter who we had to talk to. It's like, well, we have to our brand. And, yeah. Um, well, and I, I think Lauren and I see that a little bit about like building the wealth that it, I mean, you kind of have to just get in there and say each day, like, we're going to do it. What are we going to do here? But again, we want to be a part of something and we feel passionate about what we're doing, like the product that we're selling, as I can tell you do too, you know? Yeah. Okay. So it starts to take off and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming y'all are starting to grow your team as well. I know that's a hard thing to do sometimes as 
like as your business grows, what was that? Were you a part of that? Like, you know, I was, and I, I think one of the great things, there's many great things about Pure, but one is culture, right? And we wanted to make sure that, I, I don't know if you've heard this, but it's, there's kind of one of these saying that says, um, hire slow, fire fast. Yeah. And so while we needed employees to help us build what we wanted to build, we wanted to build a culture that people were proud of. We wanted to find people that really wanted to come to work every day and they were excited about what they were going to do and the fact that we could hire people right out of college who may not have wanted to go into insurance and said huh maybe i should think about this path and so that's what's been so fun and i think you guys know with mary loyal and that's how she and i um kind of came together at door i mean she didn't really know what she wanted to do and she started at kind of a receptionist role and ended up literally creating an incredible career at Pure. And that was just by like, hey, throw me in coach. Like, I don't know what I don't know, but if you give me the, the building blocks, then I can do it. And that's kind of how we started building our um, employee base. And you it's know really exciting. Yeah. You know what I love about that is I think a lot of times what we, what we read or what we hear is that entrepreneurship like you have to kind of blaze that trail and create that journey for yourself but and to some degree with what you said that's true but you can do it within something larger than yourself too so like there's a it sounds like pure was able to create a culture where you could be an entrepreneur within a larger entrepreneurial culture is that sort of what i'm hearing absolutely and i think what we what we all believe in is some of us, whether you're coming straight out of college or coming from another career, if you can get into a company that gives you the security, and what I mean by security is puts you in a role that you may not be ready for, but give you the, the tools and the resources and the mentorship to help you, you can go from A to Z very quickly. And what I love about that is a lot of people don't get that opportunity in life because whether it's not the right company or the right role or the right just avenue they choose. And that's what's been great about Pure. I mean, I can look back on so many people that I have hired at Pure and I'm so excited they have been able to really um, build a career within a, a company that was a startup. And there's something to be said for that. And there's something to be said for just working for somebody who believes in you. I mean, I know yeah. with Lauren and I, you know, I changed careers. I was an attorney for 15 years stayed at home with my children for a few years after losing my husband and then decided I wanted to change careers at 40. I mean, that's kind of weird. I mean, you know, you don't hear that that often, but to like meet with Lauren and her, everybody kept saying, y'all have to meet, y'all have to meet because you have a, the same passion and like heart for what you want to do. But then to allow for her to say to me, yeah, I know you have all the tools, but I'm going to mentor you and I'm going to help you do this. That is the greatest gift that we can give to anybody. I mean, it's something that I'll forever like be so grateful for because it has allowed me to like shift careers and not just shift careers and like be miserable and like scared. It's like, it's been fun. I mean, you know, we've, we've worked together. We, we realized that we each bring something different to the table, but you know, I love what you're saying because I think that's so important for us, you know, with women or men employees, it doesn't even matter across the board. It's just like, allow it like seeing the potential in people and then helping them develop it, it's a gift 
Absolutely. And we, um, we have something every year we do, it's called the Pure Leadership Forum. And uh, we, we hold it every year in March and it's usually in a different city. And a couple years ago, we had it in Vegas and, and one of the speakers, and I'm sure you may have heard of Simon Sinek. And this is when he first started and he got up on the stage and he talked about people understanding what their why is. Like every single day when you woke up, like, did you know why you got out of bed? And were you excited, right? And I kind of was sitting in the room and I was like, God, I feel kind of lucky because I feel like there's a lot of people that wake up every day and they go, I know my wife's supposed to be an attorney. I don't really want to be an attorney anymore, but that's kind of what I went to school with. So I think I should stick with it. And um, I think Pure really gives you that, that empowerment to feel every day when you wake up that you're giving back to something and, 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 and gives you a why and wants you to, you're happy about what you're doing. So I love what you said, because especially I think with, with women, we have so many errors in our quiver that allow our skill sets to be transferable beyond what we went to school for. So, you know, often you think, oh, I went to school to be a nurse. So I have to be a nurse. Well, if that doesn't work at some point in your career, I mean, we have, we, Emily and I are so lucky because we have worked with so many interesting women over our, our years of just financial planning and everything that we do in the community. And there, I mean, it's never too late for a do ever. We've seen you know, women that were psychologists that turned into attorneys in their 40s because they, you know, got a divorce and realized, oh my gosh, my passion is helping other women through it. It's just never too late. This is my friend who's a federal judge. She said, you know, it's never too late for a do-over. And I think that that's so true with women. I mean, we can, we can do anything. You know, if you've um, raised any children, you know that there are lots of skills that come with that that you may not have <laughs> realized that you even had. So anyway, there's just a lot there. Okay, so then you're growing this thing. It's getting bigger. It's getting stronger. It, you know, pure because I mean, I'm I hold pure insurance. I, I love it. I think it's a great company and it is special. Um, and then you know, someone asks you. I'm sure along the way, a lot of people ask you to buy it. So how did you decide we're ready? I mean, you can get pretty technical because we have a lot of women that I see on this call that have also sold businesses themselves. So I think people want to know, you're building this thing, you're getting offers, when to take yeah. private equity. Maybe the, be the better question would be, did you take private equity money before you know, like what, what were the steps y'all went through when you needed infusions of capital along the way? Yeah, so we definitely had a very strong partner from the very beginning. And that partner stayed with us um, till, till the end. Um, it was a group called yeah. Point Capital. And they really, really believed in us. Um, and it was great to have them. Um, but I would say to all the listeners on the phone when thinking about selling your business, um, it's real important when you build something that you really believe in and you want to sell it and you're going to stay on, right? Um, or even if you're not going to stay on, you want to make sure that the people who are investing in your business and buying it, what is that going to be like after you're gone? Or what is that going to be like when you're still there? And our founders, Ross Buckmiller, Jeff Parashak, and Martin Hartley, they really believe that Tokyo Marine was that company for us. We had a lot of the same beliefs. The culture was really strong. And this is what I would tell all of you. They said, you know what? Don't change anything. We want you to stay exactly 
who you are. And that says a lot. I mean, I think y'all know that sometimes when companies are bought and sold, you wake up the next day and you're like, wait a minute, this isn't the same place. Right. These are not the people that I thought I was working for. And I would say that Tokyo Marine has been amazing, that it has allowed us to continue what we started. Um, and every single day, it just allows us to feel like we're still in the same place we were prior to the sell. And that's because our culture has stayed intact and we have the same beliefs. And so it's, it's just been great. Um, but what you, what you, what you don't want to do is build, spend all your time, effort and energy building something you're so proud of and then turning it over. And then all of a sudden you see it change and maybe not make it or just takes on a different, um, you know, view than you have. Yeah. So how do you think you can protect from that? I think you got to do your due diligence. Um, yeah. I think you got to ask all the right questions. And I think you got to be in, you got to be in, in it for more than the financial gain. Yeah. And listen, I know that's hard, right? Like that's not everybody's um, end result. Like a lot of people may have to do something for the financial gain, but if you can hold on and you can find the right fit, it will be something that will be a reward far more than the financial gain that you will ever get yeah. for sure. I think that brings up a good point. And I think it being patient is so important in all of entrepreneurship. You know, it's like finding that right fit. I mean, I, I feel like oh, I've learned that in spades over the last year, but it's so, you know, you have to be patient for that, the right fit. And we're also, you know, working on culture and like getting to the point where you feel like really this is exactly who we are. It makes it easier also like in the, like taking the time on the front end to define your culture and what you stand for and who you want to be a part of your team makes it easier to then find that next, I mean, essentially team leader. Yeah, and you know, we, we also had to think about our members, right? So the members were in the forefront of our mind when, um, you know, changing ownership. Yeah, um, because they, they truly are what's the core of our business and they were the most important. Yeah. And so tell us, okay, so post sale. So you just you decided to take the leap as a team. Everybody feels really good about the partner. And the reason I'm gonna ask this is because I've had people that have gone all the way to the finish line, you know, letters were signed, letters of intent. And they realize they're not ready to sell their business. There's like a huge emotional component to selling your business too. I had a guy, I tell the story sometimes. I had a guy who came in who said, I can sell my business for $25 million. He was a fairly young guy, like 55 years old, which I realize is something on the phone might not feel very young, but it really is when you're working with people that are 99, you know, I mean, we kind of see everything. So that's a lot of life left to live. And what I realized is, you know, no one had talked to him about the emotional components. All I asked him was one question. I said, that's awesome. What are you going to do? And he kind of looked at me like a dog looking at a clock, you know? I mean, he just like didn't know what he was going to do after he sold this business. Right. Now, in your case, it sounds like in your sale, the leadership team has essentially stayed in place. Is that right? Yeah, we're all, we're, we're, they're all still here. And I think I think what's most exciting is that y'all were just getting started. 
Like yeah. we, we work so hard to even just get where we are. So to me, it's like, look what we can do now. You know, this is like someone believed in us to take a leap and to, to, to get into to pure. And now let's just take that excitement and fuel and just keep on going. And I know this sounds kind of silly, but we didn't skip a beat. I mean, we got up the next day and we put our pants back on and we're like, let's go to work. So, yeah. and that's just kind of how it's been. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, what is, I mean, tell us what you're, what you're thinking. I mean, don't give us any secrets unless you want to, but what, um, what, what is next for sure? You know, listen, um, I think anybody out there who starts a business and who really wants to grow like we do, um, we want to, you know, we want to double our business in three years. And there's a lot of people out there that still don't know who we are. Yeah. And, you know, that means that we've got a lot more work to do. And, um, you know, with our focus being high net worth families and the things that they love and ensuring them and taking care of them, as you guys probably know from watching the news, there's a lot more people that are entering the high net worth space due to the, the economy. And there's just a lot of opportunity out there for us. And we're just excited about what's next. And that means building our brand, whether it's through digital marketing, whether that's through our wonderful brokers that we have across the country, and really hiring more people to work within our organization and, and build um, what it is we know that we can, we can do down the road. So I think it's just, this is just, it's almost like it's we're just beginning again as well. So, okay, for those of the the younger people on the call <laughs> who are maybe like just like maybe they've gotten their first job out of college or they've been in their first job for five years and feel like I think I want to do something more or this you know lifestyle doesn't fit with you know what I see you know long term and. And so they want to be somebody that stands out. So I know you've talked about like recruiting these people and then like really pouring into them and building them up. What are some of the things that you look for in like a new hire? Gosh, you know, I think more than what's on the paper, right? Like, I don't know, guys. I mean, I, I grew up and when you went to an interview, it was always about what was on your resume, you know, it's all about where you went to school and, and kind of where you internship. And it was all about what was on the paper. There's so much more to all of us than that. And I think, you know, one of the things that we do is um, we really want to understand the individual. You know, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? Where do you want to go? What is it that you want to do? Um, and I think that's what's helped us um, because, for instance, like, if you're not really happy in a career and you come to Pure, it doesn't matter what age you're in, but you have the wherewithal, you have the energy, you have the passion to do something else. And you realize that we're going to give you the culture where even if you fail, that's okay. Yeah. That That's kind of what we look for. And um, I think, you know, sometimes people don't get a, an interview because of what is on that piece of paper. And I think that sometimes can be a mistake. Yeah, I totally agree. We, in building Somerset, which is our private wealth management practice, we, I feel exactly the same. I'm like, I want people to fail here, you know, because failure is very temporary. And if you, if you try, that's much more highly rewarded than if you, you know, like, don't try. I don't know. I mean, I think it's, for, for me, I want to see what people can do. And Emily feels the same way. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, it builds some grit too. Yeah. You watch somebody fail and then, 
bring themselves back up out of it and say, I'm going to try again and maybe it even happens again. But you know, you watch that in developing character and perseverance and, you know, especially in a, if you're in a marketing or sales position, you know, that you have to develop that. You yeah, have you to do. develop that and be okay with, okay, well, that didn't work. So let's try again. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's really neat to see because I think that, especially like during COVID, I know we, we've had a lot of interns and, you know, they're all kind of scrambling to get these internships so that they have something on their resume for this yeah. weird, like dark period <laughs> where everything's been so strange. But what we, just to be able to have the opportunity to work with them and to see the ones that like show up that have just like more of that passion, that willingness to try something and fail mm -hmm. and try again. It's really, it makes you realize, like, how can I interview better so that I pick up on that? Yeah, and I, I think one of the most special things for me is Pure has given me the ability to do many things over the last 12 years and put me in positions that it was probably a stretch, but knew that if I made a mistake, they were going to be there. If it was, if, if, it, if it was something that I wasn't ready for, they were going to give me the tools to get ready for. Mm -hmm. And I look back on the last 12 years of my life and think, gosh, what an amazing experience. I've been able to mentor people, but I've also been able to work underneath people and women who are just as strong, just, you know, is, and they really want to do something. And it's great to see someone start at an entry level position and turn around within a couple of years and be in, you know, a very prominent role. Yeah. And you, you can't get that everywhere, guys. You just can't. And so when I look back, I mean, that's what's been so special um, because, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I did my internship at Walt Disney World. And one of the things I always told you was, is um, it's never not your job. It's always like whatever, whatever you need to do to get it done, do. And that's what I've done. And every time the phone rang and said, Mom, we want you to go do this, I said, absolutely, I'll try. So. Right. That's awesome. Well, we we really, the way that we, the reason we set this up this way is because women learn new things, modern things together better. So we are so appreciative that you said yes to the wall edit, but we always ask people, why did you say yes to today? Thank you. Well, listen, I said yes, number one, because um, I just believe that the more we women can have avenues to tell our story, to learn from each other and to grow and sometimes feel vulnerable, then that's why I said yes. So I appreciate it. And um, I hope the rest of the day, I'm sure we'll go fabulous. Well, thank you so thank much. You. We can't wait to talk to you again. All right. Have a good day, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed our podcast today. If you want to learn more about our website, please check us out at www.wealthedit.com. The Wealth Edit is an online membership-based community for women looking to confidently discuss and expand their knowledge of personal finance. Our community provides a space for women of all ages to gather, learn, and plan their financial journey through virtual courses, weekly guest speakers, and educational content.